Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Pastor's Hangover. So excited for today. I am joined by three pastors. Again, for clarity, not a pastor, but excited to share these pastors with you guys. We have Pastor Hal Mayer. How you guys doing today? We have Daryl Black. What's good? And Cody Countryman. What's going on? Our guest today. Yeah. So excited that you're here. A lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited to be here on The Pastor's Hangover. So what tell us, mean? tell us as the guest yeah. here, Cody, what does the pastor's hangover mean Ooh. to you? It means that we just get a little bit more of what we got on Sunday, right? You mm -hmm. know, hangover. I think that's kind of what the hangover means. You're still feeling the effects yeah. of what, what took place. Maybe the day before, maybe two days before, maybe you're watching this a month later. Um, but for me, it's just really cool that we as a church care so much about what's happening on the weekend that we're going to not just do it on Sunday, but we're going to talk about it week to week. So. There yeah. you go. Wow. I thought that was pretty good. That, that was, was how like like that was very that was yeah, better than anyone okay. yeah, either of us right. could have done. Yeah, y'all prepped, was, pre was, prepped was me like, with the question of five minutes. Did Chris ago, Bonham so. get to you before this? Yeah, right. Like, Pastor <laughs> Chris, like this is what you're going to say. Yeah, right, right, like right. you're sitting in Craig's seat. Like, you got to just say random actually, stuff. Yeah. Like that's the way <laughs> it goes. But yeah, that was good, man. That was good. Well done. I didn't. I didn't know what the hangover was until just now. Yeah, makes sense now. Yeah, it does. It's only our fourth episode, so it's okay. It was. It was cloudy the first couple episodes. That's okay. From the message. And so today we're gonna dive in to the message we heard last weekend, which was Pastor Craig's message: Faith in Tough Times. So if you haven't seen the message yet, you can go over to YouTube or Spotify or wherever you stream and check out Pastor Craig's message. It'll help a ton as you hear us reference some of the stories and teachings that he gave. And it was an yeah. awesome message to it hear was. him mm -hmm. see Great. some. It, it was one of those things where, yeah, the, the lifting of the weights <laughs> thing. Yeah. I was I was bummed, I'll be honest. And but it was smart. It, you you can see the the maturity in Pastor Craig is that he didn't lift the heavy weight. Because he knew, <laughs> he knew what was going to happen. He said, "I know what was going to happen. It's going to go badly." But I think the the best part of the message was it was just we we got to hear a lot of stories of big faith of what it looks like because you know Pastor Craig and Debbie have been living the life of faith for a very long time. Yeah. They've been in ministry for a long time, yeah. been in the same place for a long time, and God has done a lot in their lives. And I think it's really easy uh, many times to look at pastors and go, "Well, they didn't have to do anything." You know, God mm -hmm. just blessed them. It's been right. easy. Like, this is the way life goes. Everything's good. And then yeah. all of a sudden you go, oh, wait, no, that that's not the case. That's not yeah. the way that it plays out. I mean, just hearing the stories of, because I've been there. I, I love when he tells the story of looking at his tithe and going, we need a new car. Yeah, <laughs> this this could be the payment. This could be the you know the the monthly that, that we could have in order to do that. And and really looking at those things. And I, I love the story. I didn't know this is interesting. So uh, I was a part of Church of the Bay, which became the Waters Carrollwood campus. Yeah. And I remember mm -hmm. everything that happened with the building, but I didn't hear. I didn't know that entire story mm -hmm. of it. Wow. Because for us, we had been mobile for nine years, nine and a half years, Oof. and so our campus. Um, was very ready to be in a building, yeah. very ready to be in a building. And I remember when they announced that they, they, the, the Carewood location was going to be it. And then they had to come back and go, it's not going to be it. There was a lot of like, mm. like it was really like just a letdown. But then when he tells the story, he goes back with an offer that's a million dollars less <laughs> and they accept it. You go, that's only God. Like that's yeah. a, but to even have the faith to go, we're going to go for it. Yeah. We're going to even try it yeah. like that. That's the that's the thing that, you know, just being on staff now for 10 years that you've seen with Craig is just why not? Yeah. Why yeah. not make the ask? Why not 
throw throw it in like why not go you know what maybe god can maybe mm-hmm. god will and I, I think that's a big part of faith that, that we miss many times is we don't go you know what maybe god can i think many times we don't make the big ask because we're afraid of making god look like he's less than yeah and like that's not our job yeah <laughs> yeah our job is not to to make sure that other people have you know this idea of who god is our job is to believe for big things pray for big things and watch god come through so yeah. that that was for me that was the the cool part of it Huge. Yeah, I like is it the why not. I think we yeah, forget right. the why not in any situation that we go through. It's like, let me see. It's one thing that I love about Craig that I in the short time that I've known him, he's such a let's see. Yeah. yeah. Let's that and that mm-hmm. why it sometimes it it may feel flippant, but that's a that's a long history of faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's got the evidence built on. It's not just some guy throwing something into the wind. Right. And he's going, well, no, I've seen this happen before. Why can't it mm-hmm. happen? I mean, even the Bible, it's it's happened. So mm-hmm. why not? Why not ask God for some big things? Why not have yep. bigger goals, bigger dreams? Why not? Let's just see. Because at the very least, what can happen? No. We got no already. Well, I'm already living with the no. So it's not going to be right. any, any worse yeah. if you just if if it's a no or if God is saying, wait. Right. And so and we've watched that. Uh, happened in in the history of our church, and so we're thirty years in and eight campuses. Yeah, like yo, that's a whole bunch of why nots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's a whole bunch of why nots happening, uh, built on the evidence uh, that God will do what He said He's going to do. Yeah. And so that's that's for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, I thought it was so cool the illustration he used. Just the weights. Obviously, he works out. You can tell a little bit at least. Um, but it, it really. Just going for it's you the see the forearms. Small, it's the forearms, right? Greg has you know, some like, of the biggest forearms. The I think he's just got shorter arms. You know, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I love Pastor Craig. I have long arms. That's why I'm. Skinny. If you guys That's don't hear reason. from Cody again, um, yeah, getting to work with you. No, but I thought it was such a cool illustration and visual to see just like you have the small weights to the bigger weights to the even bigger weights, and I think a lot of times. That's how God helps us grow is he tests us in little things. And when you're faithful and you mm-hmm. believe God's going to come through for little things, or even if you're in a hard spot, might not be the hardest thing, but you believe God's going to get me through this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna You're going to grow. You're going to know. So the next time when something comes around, you're going to be able to believe, hey, God got me through that. He's going to be able to get me through this. Um, yeah. And I've seen so many things in my own life personally where God has come through in hard times. Doesn't mean like I get in those situations. Honestly, my wife is better at this than I am. She's like, God always gets us through. And I'm like, but it's really big. And she's like, yeah, but we've been tested. We've been tested and God has always come through. And so I think whether you're believing for God to do something big in your life or get you out of something in your life or get you through something in your life, it's really cool to see like whether it's small, medium, large, maybe it's too heavy. I love it. Like a lot of those weights, I was thinking like Mm -hmm. that's way too heavy for me to handle, but but God can carry it. Mm -hmm. And so I love that first point he jumped right into. Like just remember how big God is like. My right. problem, yeah. however big it looks for me, yeah. God is so much bigger. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think one of the things, and I just want to dive into this for a second, is I think faith we we think is like the point of it is just to have this blind faith in God. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest reasons God calls us to have faith in moments is to draw us closer to Him. And so I just want to make sure like we understand that. Like when mm-hmm. faith is not the idea that I just believe and I go on with the rest right. of my life. Faith yeah. is the idea that I'm believing and I'm getting closer to God so that I understand yeah. what he's doing. Like that's the ultimate goal of God for us to get closer to him. And I think that's many times how we get it wrong because we, we think this idea, well, if I just have big faith and God's going to do this. And we start we start to do what I, I think we, we automatically do so many times is we put God into an equation. 
mm-hmm. is if I do this and I do this and then this happens, then yeah. that equals God's going to come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we see that. Like, it was funny. I heard somebody talk about this the other day. You guys remember like, the big craze over the prayer of Jabez? Yes. Like, there, there's, it's like two lines in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It, it's a prayer that this guy named Jabez has, and God came through. And so what people did was, what we should do is go, God can do anything. Yeah. yeah. This was a faithful man. God can do anything. But what we, what we did <laughs> is we wrote books on it, and it was, if you pray this prayer in this exact way, then God's going to yeah. do big things for you. It's like, no, it's, not, it's yeah. not an equation. In fact, I'll say this. Anytime you find yourself in a position where you're, you're, you're manipulating God, the God you're believing in is no longer God. Because if you can manipulate God, guess who you are now are? You're yeah. God. Because whoever wields the power is God. And that's what we ultimately want to do. We want to wield the power for ourselves. And so we love the idea of, man, if I if I pray or, or if I happen, I if it happened once, we're like, man, then I just have to go through the same thing to make it happen again. Mm-hmm. It's like we're watching the football game. Like, if I sit in this place with my legs crossed, then the Steelers are going to do this. That's never happened. <laughs> like, that's not the way that it works. But they're like, if I if I pray and I do these things. And I think that's the hardest part about faith is every time we think we understand what we're supposed to do, like, that's not it. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. I, I want relationship. I want closeness. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for you to just find a way to manipulate me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and <clears throat> I like how you said blind faith. It's like we've used that term all through mm-hmm. church. You just got to have blind faith. And I know what we mean, <laughs> but yeah. not everybody knows what that means. And so faith isn't blind while it doesn't always have clarity. Right. Mm-hmm. Faith always has evidence. And so when you're leaning in, you go, I, I, may, not ha- I may not be clear on what the outcome is going to be or how God is going to do it. Yeah. But man, I have evidence that God can do this. Mm-hmm. And so you you said it already. We got to remember how big God is. Yeah. Yeah. And we put God in these little boxes, which essentially you're making yourself God. It's like, man, God is so yeah. much bigger than that. I love yeah. uh Romans 4 that Craig talked about. Is that Abraham believed in a guy who brings dead things back to life. Yeah. Right. And he creates something out of nothing. We have the evidence mm-hmm. for that. And that's the faith yeah. that I'm relying on because my God is that big. It's not just like, well, he's never done it, and I ain't never seen it happen, and but he's going to make it happen for me. It's like, no, that's right. that's crazy. Mm. That's not even faith at all. That's insanity. Yeah. And so right. God has given us all the evidence to know, man, I can heal. I can make a way out of no way. I can I can bring thing, dead things back to life. And here's the evidence to show you mm-hmm. yeah. that I can right. do that. Even though God doesn't have to prove himself, but he's left enough in the trail right. for mm-hmm. us to have testimony to look back on and go, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. man, yeah, God so can good. heal from this. God can deliver out of this. God can make these things happen. God can give me a building for a million dollars less than what they asked for. Right. God yeah. can right. do those things because he owns it all. Yeah. And so faith is like, do you really trust God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you really trust him? We trust God for a lot of stuff, but we don't always trust him for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, do hmm. you believe him for what he can do for you? And I've been, I've been that guy. Like, I'll have all kind of faith for you. If you're like, Lord, I, yeah. want, <laughs> I believe God will help me grow my arm back. I'm be like, let's pray. Like, I believe I'm right. I'm praying and I'm fasting with you, but then something simple for myself, I'll be like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I should be praying about that. Right. And it's like, man, you got to not only believe how big God is, but and not just believe that God can, but that he wants to do it for you. Yeah. yeah. He wants to answer you. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be there for you. And and 
a lot of faith is like you said, just getting closer to God. Yeah. Right? It's it's not even about the outcome. Mm -hmm. Can I just will this opportunity allow me to get closer to you? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I think cool. many times in the wait, that's when he's perfecting you. Mm -hmm. Not, I mean, not actual perfection, but it's the idea of he's making you better. And that's what one of the biggest things that happens in the wait that we don't realize. Because yeah. we go, I'm ready for the blessing. And then when you get the blessing, you're yeah. like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. It's a good thing it didn't come too early. I, I think uh, I heard a guy say one time, there's uh, R.T. Kendall said, uh, there's nothing worse than a man um, getting influence before he's ready for it. Mm -hmm. And it's just so true because when all of a sudden you're not ready for that, you're not ready for that 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 stage or that influence, and you get it. It becomes all encompassing. It becomes who you are. You you become very full of yourself, in it. Yeah. And so it, it's it's funny, man, with the faith thing. I I always go back. Look, I, I just want to put out this PSA. If anybody is selling something that is going to get God to do something for you, please do not take it, bro. If, <laughs> if there is a lady with pink hair on your TV selling something at eleven o'clock at night, bro. Do not buy it. Like it, it bothers me so much. I saw the other day. I saw someone selling blessed water, and if you just drank it when you prayed for the thing, then God's gonna come through. Or they play, you know, the the prayer shawls that they put on top Bro. of the thing. And the, I I remember listening to. Oh my gosh, I. I still remember the lady talking about putting a prayer shawl over a dead chicken and bringing it back to life. And I'm going, stop. No, that's crazy. You did not see that. Not first that all, God first can't all, do it. I want right. my chicken dead anyway. But yeah, I don't want <laughs> all it, my kitchen too. I don't want right. It back to <laughs> right. It, it's just it, it's crazy to see those things, and you see people doing that all the time. Like if you just do this, like I still remember, like one yeah. of the, and I hate the manipulation of it. Yeah, because it does, and it comes with because one. I'll, I'll just say this: like I remember when when we were going through infertility issues with Chrissy, I had someone send me a book that said if you just pray this prayer, God's going to give you a kid. I'm mm. like, Really? That's all it is? Mm -hmm. So basically, we've been going through all this for nothing, and like all the prayers that we've been doing so far aren't right because mm -hmm. it's not this exact prayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm going, it, I just hate the manipulation of it mm -hmm. and the idea that, man, if you just do it this way, then this is the way, way it's going to happen because that's not the way that God works. I mean, looking yeah, right, throughout, right. How, many, how many times did God speak to somebody through a burning bush? Once. Like, yeah. I mean, how many times did God mm -hmm. do so many of the miracles? He, he did them once. Not that he can't do them, but he yeah. never does it the same way. Mm -hmm. And every person is different. Every situation is different. And we're always, I mean, we are. We're always looking for that one pill that we'll, we can take, and all of a sudden we can build incredible muscle and not have an ounce yeah. of fat on it. Like, we would yeah. love that. Uh, but we're also looking for the same thing with God. Man, if I just do this right thing, then God's going to come through every time I pray for something. Yeah. And that that's not the way that it works. No. And it's yeah. just... It's tough because we want that. But at the same time, I just want to put that out there. Like, please do not buy. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Dude, yeah. I grew please up watching that Please do not buy kind of any stuff. of those the things, right. man. The, the holy water. I've got <sighs> water from the holy land. How, first of all, how do I know? I don't right. know if that's that. That's, that could be tap water. I, came I don't know where it probably is. Water, <laughs> but it is. And what you mentioned is, you know, God does different things all throughout the Bible. There's prayers that show up all throughout the Bible. Right. Mm -hmm. The only thing that they have in common, the ones that were that God answered that they had reverence, they had humility, mm -hmm. and they had belief. Mm -hmm. yep. Like other than that, there's no, if you say these words this way mm -hmm. in this order, mm -hmm. even when Jesus talks about praying to the disciples, he's given a formula, but he's, he's not saying pray this prayer. Right. He's right. just saying, hey, just make sure your prayer should have some inclusion of these things. Right. In it. You should be talking about God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if, since yeah. you're talking to God, you should be talking about him. That, that, right. That's what faith is built on, our trust in him mm -hmm. and our sincerity in him. And God is looking for what's happening in your heart, not always 
right. what your words are saying. I mean, mm -hmm. your right. words are usually a response to what's happening deep inside. Yeah. Yeah. But if we're relying on anything else than the word of God or what God is telling you, and sometimes God will cause you to do some things that you go, man, that seems a little outside the box. Mm -hmm. That seems a little abnormal mm -hmm. for me, but it's not abnormal in the things that God has done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did talk to a burning bush. Yeah. If God chooses to do that, great. But also know that God can talk to you through a text message. Right. He can talk to you through a friend. He yep. can mm -hmm. if you're looking for a burning bush experience, you might not get one. Yeah. Like you yeah. might be waiting right. for another 2000 years cuz that's not his go-to. Right. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, you got to be real careful. Yeah. About right. What you watch right. and go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> like that stuff should only, be watching it at eleven o'clock at night anyway, right, bro. That like, stuff only shows up at three o'clock in the morning, right? And it's it's some, it, uh, yeah. Go to bed. Yeah, crazy. That, bed. yeah. that is hysterical. Yeah. And, and just the crazy thought: God speaks through His words still. Like it's literally right. His yeah. words. Right. Like. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. That's why I always crack up when people are like, God told me to do this. I'm like, well, the Bible says you're not supposed to. Right. So right. he's not going to contradict that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm sure, Cody, you've gone through a lot of this with student ministry. Oh, man. Student ministry is crazy. I, every single Wednesday, I feel like I got to have some faith that God's going to show up because some of these middle schoolers, some of these high schoolers, crazy. And I have to believe that God's going to do something in their life. I'm like, really? Right. Like his life? I don't. But yeah, he will. He will. <laughs> uh, but no, I want to. Kind of touch on, you talked about the prayer. One of the things that um, was consistent throughout the Bible was that each of these guys believed. And I yeah. think a lot of times um, we get hope and belief kind of mixed up. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference between the two. I think hope is like expectation that something might happen. Yeah. And belief is expectation that something will happen. And I think that that is such a fine line. I think even going to Pastor Craig's story about like offering a million dollars less, it would have been yeah. so easy for Pastor Craig in that moment to be like, well, it'll just shoot our shot, and maybe it'll happen. But mm -hmm. but he said, like, no, God put this on his heart, and so he yeah. believed mm -hmm. that this was the offer that yeah. was going to mm -hmm. lock it down. Yeah. And so that's, I think, where um, I find myself a lot of times, like, you know, not quite belief, but more of hope in God, hope yeah. that God will do something. And yeah. and that was just challenging for me, and maybe it's challenging for you guys, yeah. somebody watching this. Um, but when no, you I'm, said that, I'm perfect of, at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> never Pastor Howe, never yeah, Pastor Howe. Yeah. I don't have any challenges um, either. Yeah. But... <laughs> To, but to you keep should going. go to bed now to kind of see the commercials in. at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. everyone's got room uh, to grow. Yeah, I think that's also like where you put in your faith in. Is Are you putting yeah. your faith in what right. God's telling you or are you putting your faith in what someone told you God told them? Yeah. 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 Right? Because mm. when you're seeking God's face, when you're seeking his word, when your eyes are fixed on him, it's so much easier to believe what he's telling you. Um, and so just to kind of give you a little quick story, we actually just came out of a series last month called childlike or a youth night called childlike faith mm -hmm. and we had a student his name's clay so shout out to clay um he, he talked about peter walking on water when jesus called him out there mm -hmm. right there's a storm mm -hmm. going on and yeah. he did such a great job i'm like this kid there's no way like that he just wrote this right like but he did uh and, and so maybe he i don't know we'll see sort of look back at verdict messages but, and right, stuff right, like that he's going, just recycling you know? it doesn't well, either way god moved in our youth through him and, yeah. and it was an yeah. awesome analogy he used about like the storms of life come around us all the time and Peter, when he walked out, he made a couple of steps. He was looking at Jesus, and the Bible says he looks down. Mm -hmm. So he took mm -hmm. his eyes off of Jesus, and yep. that's when he started to sink. That's when he started to kind of succumb to the storm around him. And he, he talked about in life, like when our eyes are fixed on Jesus and we're focused on what he's calling us to do and where he wants us to go, man, God shows up. And I think that's where yeah. belief mm -hmm. comes into play. But it's when we take our eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's when things and the storms and the circumstances can grab a hold of your life. But but when you can get your eyes fixed on Jesus, mm -hmm. that's when I think um, 
you got you start to believe what he's saying when you're in his yeah. word, when you're when you're spending daily prayer with with God, when you are mm-hmm. surrounding right. yourself even yeah. with godly people and, and and pursuing them through small groups, through whatever it is, just being fixed on what mm-hmm. Jesus has for you. Yeah. Uh, it's so much easier to believe him for big things. Yeah, yeah. that's Absolutely. cool. Yeah. And so Absolutely. one of the questions that we got online, if you guys have any questions, feel free. You can put them in the comments or submit them on our social media pages. One of the questions that someone asked, and I love that you already kind of talked about the story about the Carrollwood location on yeah. you know Waters Avenue. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that story was insane. Right. I had never heard that story as the multi-site model here is starting and the expansion yeah. and the faith. But basically what Craig said was between when God told him he was going to get the location and he went through all these hoops to mm-hmm. try and get it and it looked like a flop. Mm-hmm. There was eight or nine months until God gave him a fresh right. word on how to get it. Mm-hmm. So the question we got was, what do you do in the waiting? Mm-hmm. What Stay do you do? On Jesus. He's got the promise and he's eight or nine months go by and yeah. then then he gets the direction on how to receive the promise, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. talk talk to us about waiting and what that looks like in faith. I just sit next to Pastor Daryl, and he um, sings to me. I actually office next to him. It's true. It's true. That's the. I'll be honest. It's the hardest time. Yeah. That is, mm-hmm. and that's not easy. And I'm. We're not gonna sit here and go yeah. it easy because sometimes the wait is longer than that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sometimes sure. I mean, you you have a feeling. I I've, I've told people this before. Like, I felt like God had called me to teach, mm-hmm. but there was a large part of my life where I'm going. This is not it. And I'm going, should I be here? This is what I'm supposed to be a part of. And yeah. so it was years before right. it got there. And so I think that's the thing is you got to sit back and go, okay, um, it's not that God hasn't come through, but it's probably going to look different than I thought. Yeah. Mm. More than likely, it's going to look different than I thought. Because we like to not only tell God that, well, like tell God to come through, but we like to tell him the way he's going he's gonna to come through. If you would just do it this way, this would be best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it doesn't, then we get really frustrated. And so we do. I think we, we go back. We spend time with him. We spend time in God's word. We believe it. But then we also look around and go, okay, so what am I supposed to be doing right now? Because normally what happens is there's also something going on in that moment that God wants you to be a part of, yeah. that he's calling you into that right. you got to be doing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You, you already said waiting sucks. It like, does. Nobody, nobody likes to wait. Nobody likes no. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like, and, and, and as much as there is benefit to it, uh, it made me think about when my wife uh, got sick years ago and we were praying for healing and and I found myself caught between belief and what you were describing as wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is, I'm, I, I hope God mm-hmm. does it. Right. And it, it, it's not a biblical hope. It isn't this hope of, I know it's going to happen. It was, mm-hmm. man, I hope he does something. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. I just hope he does something. And then it's like, I believe. So what are you doing in between? Mm-hmm. If God said he's going to heal and 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 my wife had this word as sure as as sure as the sun. No, God's going to heal me. Yeah, but I don't have that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not getting the right. same message that you're getting. Right. God is just telling me to keep praying. Hmm. So my waiting period was God making me stronger. Right. He was making me a right. better yeah. believer. He was mm-hmm. making me because my my confidence in him just grew and grew. And even though I was going, God, I don't even know how this is going to turn out. I but man, I was in my word like never before. Yeah. I was praying like never before. I was worshiping like never before. And I didn't know the guy was, that was really a weight training experience for me that he was sending me through to just be better for what was coming. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't know 
when it was going to happen. And so the thing that we thought was only going to take a month or two was actually almost nine months, 10 months later mm-hmm. before my wife found healing and delivered. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. Right. Yeah. It could have been years. But God is always doing something. It, it is, I've learned years ago that God never wastes the waiting period. Right. No. Mm-hmm. And he never wastes pain. Like he never wastes. So whatever it is you're right. going through, God is going, it, something is happening. So get your schedule together. What is your regimen? Right. Yep. If it's, if it's, I love that Pastor Craig, when he tells about that story, he's also the guy that's like, I'm up every morning going mm-hmm. on my walks, talking to God. Yeah. I'm not going to stop doing what, God told me to do just because I'm uncomfortable or it's not happening in the time frame that I wanted to happen in. Yeah. No, I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to keep doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to keep having challenges. And the story that you mentioned, Peter's goal was to get to Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Somewhere in the middle, because of the ways he waves, he lost sight of the goal. Mm. And it's like the waiting period sometimes <laughs> makes you lose sight. Yeah. Of right. the goal. And it's like Jesus will have that same response that he had to the disciples in the ward. Uh, uh, I think we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Was Jesus said, "I'm, I'll be with you." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Why y'all are such a faithless generation? He called them faithless. He yeah. called them dudes. He <laughs> was like, "Y'all ain't right. got no faith." He's like, "Yeah, Jesus, uh, we got water up to our ankles, and you're asleep." It's like, yeah. We, you have to go through the waiting period because I said we're going to yep. the other side. What did God tell you in the beginning? Yep. His word doesn't change. So, And when you're waiting the right way, the Bible says he'll give you strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not waiting the right way, you'll get bitter resentment. You'll walk away. Mm-hmm. And right. if, you, if you find yourself challenging God all the time, you know that you're not waiting well. Right. Hmm. That you're yeah. literally separating yourself from his presence. Yeah. And yeah. so it doesn't mean that you don't have real honest conversation and, and honest dialogue. I mean, Job has some of the most honest dialogue we'll ever see in scripture. Have your honest dialogue, mm-hmm. but understand that God is exactly who he said he is, and it doesn't change because the waves get bigger. Right. He's yeah. still God. And so, so yeah. waiting sucks, but God is good. And, and waiting is not sitting still. Right. Yeah. Like waiting is not going, well, I'm just going to sit here and wait for God. N- no. Um, there, there's always some, there's always a, a, the things there that we can do that God's going to use in our life. Now, waiting is also not trying to do all the right things so that God comes through either. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like I think I've seen a lot of people get involved in that. Well, mm-hmm. I'm waiting and I'm just doing this, this, and that. are you doing it because God's called you to it? Or are you doing it because you think there's some like you know uh, cosmological vending machine that you're putting quarters into mm-hmm. and waiting for God to come <laughs> yeah. through? And because I see this all the time with young adults, it's like, well, I did this, I did this, I did this. Now, boom, boom, I want a wife. Yeah. You know, and, and that that's <laughs> mm-hmm. and then God didn't come through, and they're frustrated. It's like, well, that's not what God said was going to happen. Yeah. And it, and if you're doing those things just so God will move, once again, we're trying to manipulate God. Mm-hmm. That's not what He's asking you to do right now. He's trying. He's asking you to get closer. And one more thing, I just like to say because you 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 said it. Do not feel bad because your faith is not as big as it needs to be in that moment. Yeah. Because you start off with, I, man, I, I just hope something happens. Don't feel bad that you're there. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Lean into God. Like, yeah. ask him for help. Like, we, we don't feel like we can ask God for some reason. Like, God, increase my faith. We, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay right. to ask. Like, he's not going, oh, well, you got to ask for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not, he's not, he's like, he wants to help us yeah. in that. Yeah. But it's okay to go, this is where I am. Hmm. 
but God's going to help me get where I need to go. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. What's the passage? The the man who brings his son to Jesus that the disciples can't heal. He says, "Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief." Right. Like he's like, hmm. "Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, but I, don't, I also I don't know." <laughs> help <laughs> me be with yeah. you. Yeah. Help <laughs> Help me because I'm struggling between. I know you're capable, but I'm also struggling. Yep. Right. And that's a real place to be in. And God, God is not intimidated by our honesty. Yep. Right. He's not intimidated by small faith. It is mm-hmm. it's Jesus mm-hmm. that said that little faith can do big things mm-hmm. if you're willing to give it to God, if you're willing to trust him. So bring God your doubt. Bring him yep. your yeah. man, I'm not sure how this is gonna work out. Good. You're in a great place because you brought it to the to the feet of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's not surprised. You're doubting? <laughs> yeah. Like, God's never, right. like, caught off guard. Like, what? Right. Like, he knows all of our thoughts anyway. Right, right. How could you? Yeah. <laughs> what is it, eight billion people in the world? You're the only one doubting, right? Yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> not at all. And I think um, I think it's so interesting you asked, like, that waiting period, what do you do, right? There was eight or nine months where Pastor Craig probably was just, like, a little upset, probably in the situation you're talking about. Like, God, like, I know you're saying that, but, like, mm-hmm. are you sure? Yeah. You know, there's probably yeah. some wrestle with God there in that moment. And I think if you take a step back, usually the bigger the promise, the harder the wait, uh, right? Mm-hmm. If if God promised Pastor Craig like a new building for loots with just a little bit bigger of a lobby, it probably would not have been as hard of an eight or nine months. He's like, oh, we already got a building, right? But this is a new campus, yeah. new location. Yeah, a yeah. lot yeah. rides on this, a lot hinges on this. And so I, I think it's really cool if you take a step back, like those big moments, there's usually a preparation or a growth of some sort that God is working on. And we might not ever even know what that was, yeah. but there's something, whether it's a growth in you, growth of someone else, mm-hmm. growth in the area. Maybe there was, you know, something that happened to happen in that building that we may never know about, but yeah. God knows, yeah. right? And so I think that's where the faith comes in, just like, God, I don't know if this is going to happen, but like, I'm going to trust you. And and I have a kid, and so I was sitting here thinking mm-hmm. about, like, what would it look like to put myself in his shoes? Like, what's the biggest promise I've made to him? Yeah. And just the other day, I made a promise that we're going to go to the pool. We have a new pool in our new neighborhood. It's pretty pretty awesome. Shout out to the Ballantrae area. We're here now. Um, <laughs> but we got a pool, and he is stoked. He's four yeah. years old, but we never had a pool before, so he can't swim. He can't do anything. Yeah. And he's got this little motor car, and he went off ahead of me, and I promised him we're going to the pool. And I told him he had to wait. And we get to the pool, and he's, like, getting frustrated. Like, wow, but we're supposed to go to the pool. And then we get into the area, and I'm like, dude, wait. Like, I got to get in the pool. Right. And you guys jump to me. You can't swim. You can't, And that's what I'm sitting here thinking. I'm like, yeah. dude, if you jump in this pool, like, you're going to drown. Yeah. Right? Like, it's going to be the worst case scenario because you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. And so, but when I got in the pool, he could jump in. It was an amazing time. Mm-hmm. It was tough for him, but he trusted, and he had that yeah. faith in right. yeah. that his dad was going to be there, and that I'm going to catch him when he jumps in. And, and I think just to kind of put that into parallel of like our lives, like yeah. you might not know why you're waiting, mm-hmm. but you're going to drown if you jump in that pool. Right. You know? That's yeah. Good. So that's good. Oh, yeah. Dang. That Kid. was really good. Mm-hmm. Kids are dumb. I know. <laughs> I know. He's kind of smart, though. You know though. what? Just kind as dumb as grown people. The they like, are. We're, we're just, we're yeah. the, they're just dumb about different things. Exactly. <laughs> it's like... Every time we're like, oh, yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. and then we look at our real, our own lives, we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me. Yeah, too. I'm not that smart. <laughs> look at me. I was just going to say, I talk to God like that all the time, so yeah. I don't understand. Right. I get frustrated in the way. You said we're going to the pool. Like, right. right. I want to go now. We're going to get there. That's part of it. Kids, kids never forget. Yeah, bro. Oh no, no, no. they forget the things you want them. To yes, remember. they don't forget the things but they, they did want. not. They did not forget that you said they were going to go to the pool oh. five months ago. Right. No. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. get ice cream. Like yeah. they don't forget. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like hey, we're gonna get some ice cream after dinner. First of all, you haven't sure. taken a bite of the I food. Right. Which when dinner? Do, when are we getting rich? <laughs> say which dinner? No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> could be today. Could be tomorrow. Any dinner, you gotta wait. Hey, but that's God, right? I'm building. Could be today. Could be tomorrow. 
I'm building your faith. Could be eight months. I'm building your faith. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having ice cream tonight because I just really felt God tell me that we shouldn't. Mm. Or I should have your ice cream is basically what it is. Bro. Dang. Okay, next question. Yeah. Yeah. That'll get, that'd get hard. That was one question? <laughs> this that was, goes? We've only talked for one question, yes, and we're at about 30 minutes. <laughs> but let's do go. one more question. Let's okay. chat about fear. Mm. Craig touched on it. He said, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God, your inputs, what you're putting in grows your faith, what you're speaking grows your faith. Let's talk yeah. about fear. Let's talk about protecting the inputs. And I, I don't know if this is true. So I'm not a pastor, but you guys can correct me. I've always kind of seen it in my head as like, Whatever I'm putting in, whether it's I'm feeding the faith or feeding the fear, one of them's outgrowing each other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of them is going to win whichever one I feed the most. And maybe that's just when I'm scrolling, that's what convicts me. Yep. You know, get off the phone, shut off the inputs. But mm-hmm. how do we shut down some of that fear so that we can grow the faith and kind of live out what we're talking about? It- I love how you're like, well, I'm not a pastor, but I'm about to, you know, say something really good. <laughs> like, you know, it's just right. like a I'm, small asterisk. I'm not a case. pastor. But, yeah. You know, yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this will be no, probably it, the last episode you're, that no, I talk you're, about you're, that. But you're, you're, you're right. I mean, it, it is. What impacts, what inputs are you allowing in your life? Even, you know, I hate it when freaking Jackie Hill Perry talked about uh, the music that she listens to. Because mm. I'm like, no, it doesn't affect me. Dang it, it affects me. Yeah, because it's, it's funny. I, I love to listen, especially the old '90s stuff and all that. Like, and certain things, and I'm going, ah, this isn't good. Like, I, I don't, I don't need this in my mind. I don't. It doesn't help yeah. me. A lot of it doesn't help me look at my wife in the right mind, like light. Yeah. And then on top of it, you know, what what am I feeding myself? Even in the shows that I watch, like I found when I start watching certain certain shows, like my mind is not in a great place. Mm-hmm. Like my my thoughts are not in a great place because I do like. I like the like intense, like psychological, sometimes dark kind of deals. But then I'm like, I'm not in a good place after it. Like my mind is not going the right way. My dreams are not good. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I may like that, but it's not good for me. You're checking the closet before you go to bed. Uh, I haven't gotten to that part, but yeah, you know, (laughs) I'm just, Just it's fine. Just, just making sure Chrissy's there. Maybe they'll get her first, but no, I'm playing. I'm playing. (laughs) That's wrong. I mean, it's got three escape you, routes in his mind at all times. <laughs> He's like, all right. So, it's you know, that's, you have to sleep closer you know, that's to what's the door interesting. To you know, her. I originally <laughs> slept closer to the door in our first apartments. Mm. But now where we're at, because we've gotten, you have a side of the bed. Yeah. We yeah. have a side of the bed. Yeah, and so and I just. Door changes. I, it has. So and so it's actually yeah. closer to her, but I promise to jump across and Aww. sacrifice. I have a seven iron next to my bed. I have. Yeah, at all times. That's my defense, so. I yeah, got, I got these. These. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. I, I, I've got Scary. a Bible on my I've got a Bible. It's like that would be all like literally <laughs> pastor defends himself and beats up the crook with a Bible. In Florida, oh, right? Florida man. Florida man pastor. Yeah, Florida man. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> man with yes. Bible. That's how <laughs> we go down in my house. That would okay. be a perfect um, one. But yeah. What was the question? <laughs> oh man. We're talking about fear. Faith and fear? Faith and fear. Faith and fear, and we're landing the plane. We're landing the plane. And I'll probably talk about it a little bit this on this weekend. But uh, faith and fear are both illuminated by the same things, what you see and what you hear. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reminded of, um, if we go back to Exodus, when, when Moses sends the spies out mm-hmm. uh, to look at Canaan, it says that they didn't get afraid until they saw mm-hmm. the giants. Mm-hmm. Forget about what God already told them. 
when they saw something different, mm -hmm. they got afraid. And so you've got to protect what you see and protect what you hear. Because if faith comes mm -hmm. by hearing, so does fear. Mm. Right. Oof. Fear comes by hearing the wrong thing, too. And so you've got to overwhelm your body with faith. You've got to practice faith more than you practice mm -hmm. fear. And it, it, it's about what you're scrolling and what you're watching. I mean, because a lot of some of the scrolling that we're doing is, is like doomsday scrolling. Yeah. It's like, here's another bad thing and another bad thing and another bad thing. So we just, mm -hmm. we don't realize that we're feeding ourselves fear. So then when something is different and God wants us to do something, all, we have all of these images that we've seen, all of these things that we've heard, uh, which is not what God has said for you. Right. And that keeps us from moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so God, it is not God that God wants us to be blind to what could be or what's in front of us. But he's saying, like in, in the story of, of the, them going into Canaan, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they're giants. I know right. that they. I knew that there were giants before I told you to conquer the land. Right. So so what? You didn't right. even have to go scope it out. I I allowed you to do it, but that's not even the point. The point is, I told you to do it. I told right. you to. I told you to wait. I told you to be ready. And so we've got to overwhelm ourselves with. What is God saying to us? Mm -hmm. I know what it looks like. I know that this is scary, but we've got to remember what he's saying because we're really good at forgetting mm -hmm. right. yeah. what God just <laughs> said, and that overwhelms us more than anything. Right. And so we've got to watch what we look at. We've got to watch what we hear. And then finally, we've got to watch what we say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, even, if, even if I am afraid, you're not going to hear it come out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. What's going to come out of my mouth is God is good. God, God said he can defeat this thing. God is better than anything. Do you think that when David comes to Goliath, he doesn't notice that he's a giant? Yeah. Yeah. Of, of course. And, and I don't believe that, that David isn't afraid. But I believe that David has way more confidence in who God is mm -hmm. than who Goliath is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he says, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. David doesn't even say, I come to you in the name of David. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to beat you. God is going to beat you. Mm -hmm. And and that, it ain't easy <laughs> because, again, it has to be a practice. Yeah. You, you got to practice speaking faith and talking faith all the time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'll be overwhelmed by fear yeah. and anxiety because we do that. That's easy. Mm -hmm. Like, to be afraid is real easy to do. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was in the mountains this week, and there were bears. Like, I got bears on video right next to my cabin that were walking mm -hmm. around and it's easy <laughs> to be afraid, mm -hmm. uh, but God is bigger. He's bigger than bears. He's bigger than Goliath. He's bigger than that. That was the preacher moment yeah. right there. Yeah. He's bigger than lions. And so I had yeah. to rely on common sense. Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. You don't run out. Going, My God is bigger. Hey, don't go, don't go. I will give God hugs, is bigger you know? than you, bear. Hey, come over here. He is. Go in the house. Yeah. Like, go in the house, not because I'm afraid, but because I'm smart. Mm -hmm. God's got work for me to do. Mm -hmm. I've got wisdom. Mm -hmm. This is not your time to be wrestling a bear. <laughs> Go inside. Right. And it, it's like you use the wisdom of God mm -hmm. and the strength of, that God has given you. And so, uh, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. What are you taking in that's reminding you that God is big? It's always amazing to me where people draw lines with God. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's, it's so funny because I remember talking about uh, doing the series on Jonah. And they're like, well, I don't believe God could do that. I'm like, so you believe he created the heavens and the earth. 
He created all these things, but a fish that's big enough to swallow Jonah's out of his ability. Like I'm like, it's just out of the question. Like it's just people just randomly find places. Well, I don't believe he could flood the earth and Noah could build it. Really, that's that's where you draw the line. Like Mm -hmm. he can do whatever the heck he wants. He created the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and and so is. But are you reinforcing that in your life? Are you are you reading God's word? Are you reading about the miracles and the things that He did? Because if you're not regularly reinforcing, it's one of the reasons. Like even when we pray. We it, we praise God not yeah. for Him, but for us. It's reminding that the God that we're praying to is bigger than all of those things. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think we always have to remember that, and we always have to put that first. Is reminding ourselves, yeah, that there's nothing that's impossible. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, if He created the earth, of course He created a fish. Yeah, like it, it, if He created the earth, of course He could flood it. Like He could do these things. I don't know why we're putting them in a box, but yeah. What are you rehearsing? Right. That's mm-hmm. the real question. It, yeah. Yes, you will be afraid. And the Bible is very clear. There will be fears. Mm-hmm. But what are you rehearsing? And if your life is going to be a product of what you rehearse, what you mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. Like if, if it's a sport, if you're playing basketball, like everybody, you know, you talk about Steph Curry, who I, I was talking to a guy yesterday. He's like, Steph Curry ruined the game in the sense that now everybody wants to shoot threes all the time. You yeah. can't even play pickup games mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. everybody wanting to shoot threes all the time. But yeah, mm-hmm. he grew up shooting threes. You mm-hmm. just started shooting threes yesterday. Like he, right. it makes sense because he rehearsed it yep. over and over. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's so nonchalant to him. He's shooting and then turning away before the, mm-hmm. the ball even final finishes the curve because he has so much faith mm-hmm. That he's, I practiced yeah. this over and over Ooh, and yeah. over again. And so I don't even need to see what the end is going to be. Mm-hmm. I just I need to know. throw the ball up. I just need to be in the direction of the hoop. And I throw the ball and I can turn my back away from it. That's the kind of faith you got to have in God. It's like, I've rehearsed this so much. Mm-hmm. I don't even need to know the outcome because I know he's going to work it out. I right. know there's water in the boat. I know the, the winds are tumultuous. I know it seems like we're about to drown. But man, I've rehearsed what Jesus said so many times, and he's never failed, and there's so much evidence of that. Mm -hmm. I can get a pillow and go to sleep, too. Mm -hmm. That's that's what we got to do. What what are we rehearsing? And so ask yourself that when you are overwhelmed with fear. Mm -hmm. What are you you rehearsing? I told my daughter uh, the other day, and she kind of struggles with anxiety. And same thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, what are you rehearsing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bible is very clear. Think on these things. Because yep. right. mm-hmm. we, we're going to have anxieties. Mm-hmm. We're going to have stuff. But he says, hey, make sure you say this stuff. And make sure you yeah. think about this stuff. Think about things that are praiseworthy. Think, th- think about things mm-hmm. that are just. Think about that. Because that's what you got to rehearse. That is going to change the outcome of how you live mm-hmm. your life from day to day based on what are you saying to yourself. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that's good. I heard a pastor say that's why God gave you such a vivid image maker, mm-hmm. you know, in your imagination, like so that you can create and dream and, and visualize and rehearse yeah. what you want to happen based on the promises that are in the book. Yeah, that's, that's it. good. That is awesome. Any closing thoughts, Cody? Thank you for being with us today. No, thanks for having uh, one of the youth guys on, you know. Shout out to all the youth that are watching are this every week. Are there any more shout outs you want to do? Uh, my wife, my kids, um, God, my family. <laughs> uh, no, no, thanks. It was really was, it was fun. Like, it was a lot of fun. LeBron so, James. Yeah, no, definitely not LeBron. I am a no, huge not, Steph Curry fan, so I'm glad that came like, up. Uh, Thank my yeah, Lord no. and Savior Jesus Christ. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I, without I him, this is not possible. Craig Allman, none of me is possible. Yeah, oh yeah, Pastor Craig. This yeah. is yeah. his seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. 
So no, also you did that. A great oh, you job. did a great also job, that. man. So you did a great <laughs> job. cool. Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for having thanks me. Thanks for being here, Cody. And thank you guys for being with us. Thank you guys for being with us for another episode of the Pastors Hangover. We'll see you next week.